today I have my good friend Bala with me and we talked about motivation and how we tend to screw up our lives by doing the stuff that's never going to get us closer to our goals. How important is it to love what you are doing and how important is it to grind it out when it stops being fun? And how much procrastination can you squeeze into your life before you decide you've had enough? Stick around. Do you find that there are like certain things that just get you very motivated? Like, like for me, for me, it's it's usually about reading about what other people have done. You know, uh, but it's like a YouTube video. Sometimes it's something very inspiring that happens. Uh, but for you, is there like situations? that get you in that state where you're really motivated? I feel that the question itself is a bit tricky. And that's only because uh, the, the video or the music you're hearing, is it motivating you to do what the person is doing? Or is it kind of motivating you to lift your spirits up to do what you want to do? Usually, I'm motivated by what that person is doing. Uh, music usually doesn't motivate me to do a particular thing, but it may get me to a mood to do whatever right. I'm doing. So, um, so like, for example, if I'm like doing like something mindless, a particular kind of music might get me in that state of mind, which I can say I, I, I can like carry on. And for me, I find like, you know, I'm a morning person. So in the morning, right, I'm like really, okay, let's do this. Whatever needs to be done, right, let's do it. Yeah, once I get, once it gets to the evening... Right. Then I get into that state where I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do this, man. Can I just leave it to like tomorrow? So, so I guess that's what I mean, right. Right? you know, like, is there like particular states, like either a back, uh, uh, a background or a circumstance that you can create, right? Which can get you to that state for you. Again, I'm thinking, right, if suppose I'm looking at the video and this person has motivated me or inspired me in some way to want to try what he's doing. I may do it, but if I don't have that buy-in or that, 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 that feeling of, yeah, this is something I actually want, wanted to do or, you know, this is something actually I see myself doing, then I may just try it, but I, I would never like uh, go on trying it for a long time. So in that sense, I feel it's okay. uh, very what different. What kind of things are you motivated by? Okay, I mean like you... I, I guess when we watch videos, sometimes I'm thinking about like some of the art projects. I would I would think of them as like short term projects. Then you've got those epic goals, like where we where we tell each other, like you know, this year we want to do the triathlon. So I would think of those as like really big goals. Which kind of things motivate you more? The short term projects, things that you can do like by today, or is it more of the the epic stuff? Honestly, I think it doesn't make a difference, you know, bro. Uh, between the two, right? It can either be a short-term or a long-term epic goal. But I think what is more important for me is that I got to love that very much. I got to love it to the moon and back. And, you know, for me to want to uh, even try it in the first place. My long-term goal may be like, uh, like currently I'm thinking, I'm doing some amazing readings Mm -hmm. uh, from the Bhagavad Gita. I I just love the readings so much that I can't see myself uh, stopping for at least a year. You know, I don't see myself stopping right, anytime right. soon. Okay. I, I, I guess for both of us, right, the stuff that we like to do, there is almost no question of motivation. Now. It already exists. I think, yeah, I think it's love to do, you know, bro. Love to do. For me, it's uh, love, love to do. To do. I mean, again, love is uh, one of those um, things where it's, it's hard to 
emotionally. You know, how much do you need to love something before I get started? Um, so I am now right. thinking about what about the things, right? That actually, right, we don't love, we don't love enough. Maybe we love it, we like it, but we don't love it enough. And even worse, what about those things, right? Right. That we absolutely like dread, you know. Uh, for these things, right. right? Do you find that fear? is usually the motivational force? For me, I think it's more of needs than fear. Like the place where I am currently at, I feel that I have uh, so many responsibilities. All the different roles I'm playing, like I'm still a son to my father. I have my kids around with me. I have my wife. And uh, right now, though there's a helper with me who is helping us, I also feel responsible towards her because she is dependent on the, the, the income that she's getting. In this circumstance, I feel like uh, this weighs uh, very heavily on my shoulders and my heart. So if I were to think about fear coming in, I would still go back to these needs that I need to satisfy first. And that would motivate me. Okay, what about things that are not, not essential, but maybe society might, might uh, kind right. of force it upon us? For example, like, um, you know, career advancement, a better job, okay, nicer home, winning some awards. Are these things that kind of, uh, these things, do you have some of these things that are kind of, have been pushed onto you, you know, where someone comes and tells you like, hey man, you know, maybe you should consider this. Maybe you should, you know, you should, you should think of upgrading yourself and doing that. And you know, it's not essential. Look at what I've done. You know, you should do it. Okay, so if, 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 if that was posed to me, I, I wouldn't care less. I, I, I wouldn't care about it, actually. I wouldn't care about it. And if you, if you ask me why, why? Because, yeah, I, I, I know that uh, the career progression would probably help me uh, take care of my needs in a more comfortable way. But the lack of that career progression doesn't take me from providing for the needs that I already intend to provide in the first place. Then, then, then we're completely different. Because there are lots of things, right, which I kind of want. So when I talk about motivation, I'm, I'm, think, I'm talking about things which you kind of want it, but you just can't summon the strength, right, to just go and get it or to work towards it. Do you have things in that list, for example? It's interesting, you know, because um, I used to have that list, but I don't have them anymore. Because I feel that's when whatever I'm reading, right, is helping me clarify my own thinking about uh, needs versus wants, and uh, how, how emotions uh, get played in all of this. So right now, if you ask me, what do I want? I think my want list, right, is so different from what I would have wanted maybe before I started my journey in my uh, master's course. Okay. What, what? So my short-term goals are to get that uh, done respectably and to ensure that I do it in a manner that I am able to make some changes in uh, students' lives. Mm -hmm. And I feel like uh, that's a rather interesting question that you just raised up as well, because though that's my short-term goal, I find myself uh, procrastinating in uh, doing it. Uh, am I working really hard towards uh, that, that short-term goal? I am not. Honestly, I'm not. I am actually, uh, I mean, I, I just need to ensure that <laughs> okay. I, I, I put I in more think, effort in it. I think we've arrived at the, yeah. 
at the thing that we need to talk about. One want to comment on the the the, the question where you yes. raised about fear, you know. Yeah. It's a motivating yeah. factor. When the fear stems out from something like say in your workplace, I think then because the fear I feel if it stems out from within you, right? Like you have uh, say A B C D goals and now if you don't achieve it, you fall short and that's that's a different kind of fear mm-hmm. where all the fears are within you, you know, about you and uh, uh, meeting your own targets. But I think there's another kind of fear where it, it gets imposed on right. you by someone right. else. And though that can like uh, motivate you, okay, I wouldn't even use the word motivate. It will just get you to do things that you are supposed to do. But if fear is the only factor, I don't think so it motivates you. In fact, it it demotivates you from doing those things, especially if you don't want to do it. You were, you were mentioning like two different kinds of fears. One is that internal fear, the fear of just letting myself down. And then the second fear is that someone telling me, right. hey, you got to get this in by Monday. And then it's already Sunday night right. and you know I'm still struggling to get it done. To, to me, they are the same, except I feel right, unfortunately, I'm more willing to let myself down. Because... Right. Which, which is why I, I think of fear as a very effective motivational tool for me. Since I'm so willing to let myself down, what means what that means is that a lot of times there will be things I want to do, I don't do it, or I don't do it well enough. And then I just tell myself like, ha, you know what? It's okay, next time. You know? But if someone else gave me right. a task and said, hey, you got to do this and you got to do it well. Now, right the bar has been raised to such a level, right, that even if I let that person down, I would have raised, I would have done the task much better than if I were just accountable to myself. Lah. So that is the only reason why I feel fear is an effective motivational tool. Is it a desired motivational tool? Definitely not. Because when that, when that fear factor is not there, when the person that's, that's breathing down my neck is not there, I'll probably just say like, screw it, you know. Yeah, the workplace fear thing is not something I enjoy, but I find that I'm at the end of the day, right? I am rushing to finish my work stuff and get it get it on the table. But then there are lots of other stuff which I've been putting off. You know, sometimes uh, when when we are discussing about motivation itself, right? I I, I kind of like uh, get a bit confused about this myself. When I think about the word motivation, I always associate it with a very positive yeah. feeling. You know. Which I know, which I know may not be the whole truth. So, I'm that's why I associate it uh, largely with uh, something like love. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I love to do something, right, I feel like the process in which I go and achieve that thing that I love mm-hmm. to do is just is just so fun and amazing. Right. But if suppose now at a workplace, and as you correctly said, if you have a tyrant of a leader coming and breathing down your neck and telling you that this ABCD on your checklist is not done and you better get it done. That fear is so going to make me tick off that checklist at the end of the day. But that whole process, right, I'm just going to hate it. And I'm thinking about that kind of fear. That kind of fear is so negative, but it still will get you to your end goal and, and achieve what you have to achieve. So I don't know whether that's that's something whereby at the end of the day, once you achieve it, would we would we say things like, "Hey, guess what? The fear actually motivated me to do what uh, I had to do." You know, every single thing, right, which is not a fun project, 
uh, which is a project, which right. is a paper that I have to submit. I have to say, right, I've always looked back and said that, hey, you managed to write it. You managed to write that 10,000 word essay or whatever. And I have to say that the only reason I managed to finish it was because there was a deadline. There is somebody saying that, well, if you don't hand it in, uh, you know, I'm just going to have to fail you, you know. Uh, I would say that it's effective. Uh, because if not for that, right, there are tons of things I wouldn't have done. Just would not have done. But if I were to ask you the same question, right, I mean, whatever situation you're painting just now, about the 10,000 word mm. essay, imagine now you don't, you are not looking forward to write this, uh, to, 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 to getting this essay done in the right. first place. And you're doing it because of the fear factor. Okay. And you still complete it. Would you feel the same way about this whole thing? Uh, I would, the assumption is, right, that all the tasks that I'm... I'm this, this idea of not having enough motivation, right, I'm kind of referring to things, right, that you need to get done and you wanted to get done. And you were in a job where it has to be done. You know? Um, right. So it's not like something was forced onto you, like you were in job A... And the supervisor of job B came to you and said, hey, you just got to do job B, where it's kind of not what you right. want to do. Uh, then that's another thing. Uh, that's, that's probably the topic about how to say no. Uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is more like, you know, I have, to, so, I have to set a paper. And the paper is due, for example, Monday or next Monday. But, you know, I just can't seem to get started. And, you know... Okay, that's maybe something I really, absolutely am not crazy about. But there are, there are, there are yeah. lots of things which I'm actually kind of excited about. But because they are multi-level projects, projects that have several stages. For example, if I was to train for a marathon, I could be excited in the first training or month two or month three. I can imagine I'll just be saying like, hey man, hey, I'm kind of busy today, man. I can't make it. I can't make it. I can't make it. So this is where... I need someone, always needed somebody to come to me and say, hey, you've only got three days before that thing is due. So that's, that's interesting. Actually, what you said earlier, you know, whereby, you know, you, do, you, you, you have to do something, you need to do something, right? And you feel like you yourself need to do something. So that's, that's a different kind of um, a scenario, I suppose. Mm. And I'm thinking that in that scenario, right, how, how different would that be now? If you needed to do something, but you also loved uh, doing that thing that you needed to do, does that make a very big difference to motivation? Do you then need somebody to be on your back, on your case? Because I'm, I'm just thinking about uh, my own journey. The, the things that I, I needed to do, and I knew that it's going to help others, right. and I saw real value in it, and I loved uh, the, the, the journey or I love the idea of the, the entire versus whereby you you know you you may need to do something but you absolutely kind of either don't look forward to doing that or you then then I find myself totally in the situation that uh, you absolutely are in as well whereby I need those deadlines I need those push I need those people to break down my neck so I guess right I mean, at the end of the day, I'm thinking, right, is there a way that we can actually motivate ourselves for the things that we don't love but need to be done? Because the things that we love and need to be done, right, they kind of get done on their own until we stop loving them. Lah. So, uh, but what about those things that need to be done? 
that don't care whether you love it or not, it needs to be done. I mean, how do we? But do we really love or not? That's that's the thing. We have had that kind of situation. Yeah, but then then again, it comes to the same. Yeah, we need to do it. But guess what? We we don't find it amazing enough. We don't we don't really love it enough to sustain this. Isn't that most of the things? Like, I've I've I read up that you know in order to be motivated, one of the first things you need to have is a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. and that you write it uh, like fifteen times and you paste it on the wall and you look right. at it time and time okay. and again. But you see, then again, my question would be. You can do all those things, but uh, if the end goal is just solely because of you wanting to meet that goal, right? I feel like uh, it it may be a bit different as well. You was, you're talking about someone who wants to Correct. run a marathon, and that's yeah. the goal, and they may put it up on the wall fifteen times, or you know, every single day repeat that goal to themselves. The first session, they they are there. Then you know, after a few sessions, they don't feel yeah the. Yeah. The motivation to try. So the conviction yeah. behind that goal. What was your conviction? Is it that it's one of the bucket list, or is it that you know you just wanted to become fitter? What What was your conviction and your thoughts behind it when you put a goal down? Some people may feel like it's so important to hit that bucket list. You know, some people may just think that you know what I'm I'm such a sloth right now, and I feel that this is the only way I'm going to start running because otherwise... But I, I, I'm looking at it from the point of view as you've already right. set that goal. Uh, that means this marathon goal, for example, let's talk about that. It was not hoisted right. onto us. So how, how would you then sort of... Continue uh, doing it. I, okay. I'm just thinking, you know, the first 10-click run that I did, why did I do it? And that was because I was fueled by becoming a fitter and you know healthier me that was what i was fueled by and i had this whole um it was it came as a package you know it wasn't only the 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 10 click that kept me going it was a change in diet it was a change in exercise a bit of mindset and when everything fell into that place right that goal was just something i was just so looking forward to hit the the goal right the why you set it and what was the thoughts behind it when you set it is as important as how motivated then are you going to be in achieving it? I would do little things, right, that will kind of take me away from the goal. Right. Without me even realizing it. For example, right, instead of writing a song, for example, my, my goal is to write a, a song. Instead of writing that song, right, I might watch YouTube videos of people talking about writing songs. Right. Why, why do you think that happens? I think that happens, right? Because your brain just needs a, a good feeling. A lot of us started off the COVID, the, the lockdown period, thinking that they, we will achieve a lot of creative goals. Never ever tell someone else about your creative goals. Mm. You should just go and do it. Because uh, telling someone about your creative goals, right, is actually very exciting. And uh, that the moment you talk about it and you're so excited, right, Actually, your brain has really got to pay off. Oh, wow. That's that's interesting. I'm never going to tell you anything, bro, after this. You know, I've got this, I've got this business idea. Let's meet up and, you know, bring your, bring your laptop, bring your notebook. Let's talk about yeah. this, you know. And then we sit down and then we might scribble like a few <laughs> lines, if at right. all. If you don't talk about it, what does that do? 
does it really fuel your brains to want to keep going at it? Does it really work that way? So that means the, 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 what? So that means the only, the only right. outlet, right? The only outlet your brain is going to get, the only joy your brain is going to get, right, is when you right. do it. Basically, do it. Don't wait for this moment to be right. The next day, for some reason, you wake up in the morning and you're thinking like, hmm, where was that feeling <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> you know? Then I find, for me, I go into other modes of procrastination or finding a way to motivate myself, which is, I think, uh, not productive. Like, for example, I might go to YouTube I'm, to search how to start writing right. a song. And I just get, just, I just get led astray. And, I, and you know, the amazing thing is, I, because I've lived as myself right. for all my life, I, I've, got a, I've got the right reason why it can't be done. It's like, the rationalizing, right, is just so true even to myself and to everybody else. One now, if suppose you were to hear those thoughts, are, they, are, are those really rational thoughts or you feel otherwise? I, uh, I think if I slowed it down, right, I would notice that it's a lie. Right. I slowed it down. But because I've said it to myself so many times, right, uh, it, just, it, just, it just comes out so naturally. But if I slowed it down, I will know that I've disappointed right. myself talk about it right have, yeah. have you ever tried something that, that you you really like to do and and you end up uh not talking about it to anyone else and then uh and 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 can you think of any any time where that was different for you the truth of it all is usually when you're very excited about something you usually bounce it off someone else yeah yeah and um i think if you bounce it, the idea of someone who is going to assist you with that think is okay you know for example if i am developing and you no know, if i got an idea for an app and you are right. an app designer right. you know and i came to you and said hey this is my idea man and you say like hey sounds like a good idea i'm gonna work on it tonight i'll let you know tomorrow right. whether it'll work i think that's fine but if if both of us right have great ideas for apps right and we just sat down right and say like, hey man, this is my idea for an app. And you were like, wow, that's so cool. This is my idea for an app. And and we're just like, whoa, that's such a cool idea, right. man. You know, it's just gonna, that enthusiasm will just last pretty much as long as the tea. Lah. When you uh, bring it to, say, a knowledgeable other, you know, then you bounce off that idea with that person. Right. Would that mean that your motivation to do that thing that you originally had in mind may be sustained longer? I think it depends because if that if bouncing off the idea is is allowing you to then take it to the next step, I think it's okay. But if it's just kind of right. having a discussion, it really just kind of generates right. excitement. So I think a lot of times when we do stuff and I feel like it kind of dies, it's because the person that you're bouncing the idea with, right, might have some comments about your idea, but doesn't push you to right. the next stage. You know, if someone says that, hey man, you know, the idea sounds good, but actually this is what I would do. And I think this will really enhance that idea. And, you know, why don't we do it now? Why do we do the first steps of it? I think that will really... Get do you also it. feel like uh, the personality but, of the person who has that original idea makes a difference? Once it's down on paper, it gets done. 
I think right, those people right, they don't have a yeah. motivation. Yeah, 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 exactly. As in, these these are the people right. They will, they don't need to have a conversation with their friends. It doesn't need to be. Uh, a pleasant conversation. It could be like those people don't have a problem with motivation. I mean, they have a very strong desire, either because they want to get this thing off the ground, or they, or, or they, you know. I mean, I don't really know what's the source of their motivation, but I'm thinking like this kind of people who are very uh, say say go getters, right? They 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 may end up being so motivated by money, for example. You know, when that the thought of mm-hmm. app comes up. In their heads, the, the 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 dollars and cents are all just making so much meaning to them, you know. So I'm just thinking, yeah, the the source of your motivation and what drives you, your personality, yeah, that seems to be also a key factor in how how you 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 kind of get motivated to do the things that you set out to do. I just got reminded of how just not too long ago in the last semester. I had three assignments that were due back to back in a span of like, say, okay, so the first assignment is going to be due like uh, week one. Second assignment is week two. Third assignment is week three. Okay. And you know what? Right. I imagine this is week zero, right? I haven't started on the assignments okay. that were week one and week two, but I was giving week three assignment uh, a full go because I just loved the topic. If it's something that really... Or it just it just connects with me, right? For my personality type, because I feel like I think more with my heart than my head. I I can ignore the fact that week one I have an assignment that I haven't started on, but here I am going at the week three assignment. When logically, if I were to look at I look at it, okay. I should be starting on my week one assignment. I think the week one assignment <laughs> I submitted it because there was a deadline and there was, uh, you know. <laughs> A fear in me that failure to submit it in the right time, what would that mean? And that kind of okay, that's that that's your situation in a lot of people's right. case. Where if I love doing something, usually it gets done. A lot of times it gets done well as well. I'm just thinking, is is it in a lot of people's situation? Because I I think then again the personality of the person matters. Because in my class, right, I had so many of them telling me the same thing that they didn't enjoy the week one assignment but that's what they were they were doing mm-hmm. they were doing that they were doing that first to get it out of the way and thinking like is this guy even for real or like die yeah so you see <laughs> like never mind Layla Layla and Z okay sometimes right they'll be doing right. stuff right they'll bring a drawing to me like hey look right. what I did look what I did but I look what I built, and I'm. Don't you have like a test tomorrow? Where's the okay, balance I mean, in all of this mm, as well? Like, I think it's really tricky when you need to love everything that you got to do because then, right? I would say, right? I won't be doing most right. of the things now. I'll be like, dude, I just don't love it, man. You know. Remember, you were saying about how if you don't love anything, and then uh, nothing else gets done. So while I feel like. Yeah, okay, love is important, but that is really for things, right? I think you should be talking about the more, it's, it's more catered for those things that you really want to do in your life, you know? We're not talking about the little things like in your workplace. 
And I think then comes the question again, whereby whether you enjoy what you are doing at your workplace. And if you don't, right, then probably is when procrastination kicks in. And I feel like uh, sometimes there's no choice, right? You still still got to do what you don't like to do. Okay, for me, I find that the issue is that there actually a lot of things which I may not enjoy doing it, but I um, have learned to see that it is necessary for that final, Agree. For that final thing. You know? So between the two, right, which would you uh, say uh, procrastinate uh, doing? I would definitely procrastinate on the things that I do not enjoy doing. I read up a bit uh, some time back on how to get over this. And it, I read about how, you know, you have a things-to-do list. Yeah. And usually the things-to-do list, the first thing that goes up there is the thing that probably you like more. Okay. But not necessarily the most needed thing that you need to do first. Last thing on that list would be the thing that you really dislike doing, dislike doing or you're going to procrastinate on. So what right. they suggested doing is, is to reverse the order and tell yourself that that should be the first thing that you do. And without you completing that first thing, then you're not even going to get to the second thing. So you're, you're going to delay uh, what you like doing by doing the things that you don't like first. Mm, that's tricky, you know. It, it, it does work for me, whereby I... Can you tell if that will work for somebody, right, who is not in, in the same place as you are? It, it is more effective when it is used, like, periodically, you know. Uh, like, when you, when you come to a state a stage whereby you have like five things on your to-do list or 10 things on your to-do list. I like the idea of to-do list and I right. like the idea of putting the most important thing in front. The other thing is, right, I usually keep my list very short. I might have only three things for that day. Okay. I feel sometimes you need to cross things out and I have five things on my list, right? I sometimes find that I might want to do thing number one and thing number five. Thing number five could be just an easy task, you know, something, it gives me a sense of like going into right. the next day with like, okay, you know, I've, I've done stuff. I've done stuff, you know, I'm not just shifting day right. one to do this yep. to day two. I, I feel good. So for me, motivation is a bit about tricking myself, uh, tricking myself into thinking that I've done something. I will definitely want to log things. I want to log how far have I run, uh, you know, what were my timings? I'm going to find that there are a lot of things which I'm not going to put it in the category of things I like. But I need I need to get them done. You know? Right. Because to do the eventual to reach the epic goal that I have for myself, there are lots of little things in between which are things which maybe I feel I need to find a way to trick myself into doing it. Uh, okay, I, I find what I'm worried right. about for my life, right, actually, is the stuff, right, that I don't really need to do. For example, uh let's say I wanted to become a great guitarist. Then I would need to have right. a practice schedule. Now, the fun part is actually coming up with a practice schedule. I love coming up with schedules. I, I find that even for something as fun as, say, I want to become a great guitarist, you know, it's an aspirational goal. It's not essential. Um, I can imagine, right, there'll be days where I need to go and practice, but I would just feel like, nah, I don't feel like practicing, you know. I feel like just plugging in and just playing whatever I want to play. Would, would you put that down to accountability? Like, you know, that yeah, like you're allowed to do that because you're not accountable for it. Right. So I'm thinking, right, sometimes you have your aspirations. But to get there, right, there's just so much grinding, right, that's necessary to get there. 
the we always see the end product when we look at people who have achieved it. But you know, there's so much grind involved. So if we put ourselves in that situation, if I have an aspiration, that means I don't want to just I want to just have fun, but I want to aspire to some a a, a goal. I feel that we will always hit that point, right? Where you will be like, "Oh man, are you gonna do it today? Are you gonna train today? Are you gonna? You said you're gonna train today. Are you gonna do it?" 